can we just stop pretending that women care about guitars? I get the same vibe from some women pretending to be into Warhammer, that you are LARPing, that you like pretending to be into guitars, not because of what the guitars actually mean to you, but rather how it means you are perceived in the subculture as the cool girl. Guitars become a means for attention. Those are two separate comments I got on the same video this week from the same person. And I want to share these not because woe is me, people are mean to me on the internet. I want to share them because troll or not, there are people in this world who really think like this. A lot of us want to pretend that the world is better than it used to be, so much better, and it probably is, but we still have such a long way to go. And these comments are indicative of that. But first, I do want to get into the crux of this comment. How in the world can someone seriously think this way? I think there are a few things at play. Welcome to Get Offset. My name is Emily, and I hope you're having a great day free from people making assumptions about your interests because of your gender. Up at the top, uh, I know I've been gone for a bit. I've been busy catching up on other things. I'm really, really behind on some stuff, but uh, I do want to thank our new Patreon supporters. Um, you know who you are. Thank you very much. Uh, and if you want to be a Patreon supporter, that gets you access to our exclusive Discord server for as little as $5 a month. So that's patreon.com slash get offset. I believe at those early levels now, you, you now get some sort of merch or swag uh, automatically. So check out those new perks. The old perks still stand as well. We also have merch at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop. Finally have those new logo shirts. We have two, maybe three kinds of t-shirt, a hat, a tank top, and a hoodie. They all look great. I'm so happy with how they turned out. So please check those out. I, uh, I try to keep them as affordable as I can, um, but the nature of drop shipping is everything is a little bit more expensive but I don't have that huge upfront cost, which matters a lot to me. Uh, please also consider rating, reviewing this podcast. It's a great way to support us and check out the affiliate links in the show notes. That's the single best way to support the podcast doing things you're probably already going to do anyway. But yeah, let's, let's get, let's get into like my, my thoughts as the person who, who's been receiving comments like this, because this is actually, um, one of the lesser upsetting kinds of comments that I get, but it's, I, I think, far, far more interesting. Um, so let's talk about jealousy. Jealousy is, I think, the most obvious reason people leave comments like this. These particular comments were on a video with myself and Nisebel. Subscribe to her channel on YouTube if you haven't already. Here we are, two women doing something this person wishes he was doing. I honestly think this is the basis for a bulk of the negative comments both men and women get on social media, including YouTube. Someone sees you putting in the work and getting some rewards, and they want the rewards, but they don't want to or can't do the work. It's easy to dick around on guitar and dream about becoming some level of renown for it. 
It's a lot harder to invest in a decent camera slash filming setup, learn how to use said cameras, record and edit videos, and promote them. It's hard to build relationships with brands and get them to work you into their pool of demo artists. It's hard to get enough people to click subscribe on your channel that you start getting invited to events, start making money, etc. Still, becoming a decently well-known demo artist on YouTube and social media, it feels obtainable. And it is. But these people still don't want to put in the work. I could do better if I wanted to, they think to themselves. Or they try and it just never takes off. It never clicks. There are plenty of viewers out there who are significantly better guitarists than I am. And they sometimes let me know. I'm not the only person who gets comments that people don't think I'm a very good guitarist and that you should be much better than you are slash I am to be a demo artist. They feel like they're better than me and how dare I have something that they don't. The thing is, music and YouTube don't work that way. Skill is important, but being good isn't the be-all, end-all of success, and I've said it before. There are so many other factors, including connecting with people, something you can influence but not necessarily control. They can't guarantee that they'll make it and they know it, but they wish that they could. They're probably so scared to fail that they'll never even try. And for the record, I don't feel like I'm some big success. I feel like I've had some solid success and I'm proud of what I've done and accomplished. And, you know, maybe these people could accomplish something similar if they put in the work, but we probably will never know. Next up is a fun one. I'm just going to go ahead and call it general misogyny. See, men on the internet also see a ton of jealousy-centric comments. Sometimes people even comment about the way they look, the way their noses, their weight, lazy eyes, whatever. But the cruel comments women receive are something else entirely. Men don't get people creating multiple accounts to guess their dick size on every single video they publish. Meanwhile, I get people who comment not just on my videos, but my friends' videos, trying to guess my bra size. That's obvious misogyny, and so are the comments I got this week, clearly. But these comments just aren't about actively hating women. They're, they're about not thinking that women are real people. They think we only exist to complement their existence. We ought to go fuck off to our designated corners until they need something from us. This particular man cannot comprehend a world in which women have interests that overlap with theirs or his. We have heard so much talk about, quote, fake fangirls who only, quote, pretend to be into anime or comics or gaming or certain bands to meet boys. How often do men get asked to name three songs by a band on their t-shirt? Why is it so hard to imagine a woman would be into Led Zeppelin or ACDC? 
these bands wouldn't have had success to the level they did if they didn't also have tons of women earnestly listening to them. And did a lot of those women want to sleep with Robert Plant? Sure, of course, obviously, it's Robert Plant. But it still has to be about the music. These women loved Robert Plant not because of how he looked alone. It was how he made them feel through music. It's it's a it's a full it's a whole package, guys. I, I promise. You know, women's interests aren't considered serious in general, and this starts at a young age. People make fun of anything teen girls like, at least at first. This goes for their sports. Women's sports aren't real sports. Their music, whatever teen girls like, isn't real or serious music. Even their art. More traditionally feminine styles of art, like quilting or knitting or crafting, took far too long to become art forms respected on the same level as painting or sculpture. And frankly, they still aren't respected to that level, and they may never be. It's only when men latch on to these interests as well, for example, the Beatles, that they're taken seriously. You know, Rolling Stone is was created basically as a way for men to gawk at their favorite rock stars in ways girly, like not girly mags, but women's magazines allowed women to. Men didn't have that same outlet to you know, obsess over the art that they liked. So Yan Winner created a magazine that allowed them to do just that and it changed rock and roll forever. So when a woman enters a traditionally male world, they can't possibly be serious about the hobby. Not in the way that men are, at least. This man deadass said that women are LARPing when they play guitar. That we play guitar to be cool and not because of some monkish love of the instrument. Because men never pick up guitar because they want to be cool. Men never pick up guitar for attention or to get girls. And if you don't know what a LARP is, it stands for live action role play. So think people dressed up as warriors play fighting in a park with rules. That's LARPing. Some people think it's really fun and some people think that it's super lame. Most people who don't LARP have a negative opinion on it. Most adults aren't big on make-believe. That's why this commenter said I was LARPing as an insult. That's I'm playing make-believe instead of doing something real, which would only be acceptable, acceptable if it was something traditionally feminine. The one thing I'll say about that element of his comment is that don't a lot of guitarists play make-believe? When we work to copy the tone of our favorite guitarists, when we learn their parts, doesn't a little piece of us play make-believe that we're the ones on the stage in front of thousands? Isn't that part of the appeal? It's not all there is, but come on, even as adults, a lot of us still dream about being rock stars. But back to playing guitar to be considered a cool girl. I have always loved music. I have also pretty much always thought that guitar was cool. 
I started playing when I was eight, not out of some deep philosophical respect for guitar. I also didn't do it for boys. Again, I was eight. I started playing guitar because I was drawn to it, and I can't explain why. I loved music, and guitar seemed like something that people who loved music could do. It didn't hurt that we had a family friend who played guitar. He was cool. Guitar was cool. It was obtainable. And I still think guitar is cool. And yeah, every time I get up on stage, I enjoy getting some positive attention. But I think that's how everyone feels. Otherwise, we'd never feel compelled to leave our bedrooms. I don't play live guitar to bless people with my chops. I do it so that a room full of people and I can mutually have a good time. I want to put on a good show and I want people to like it. I'm not sure how you do that without getting and enjoying a little attention on my own terms. And that's what's important. The, the last thing I kind of drafted up points about is this idea of feeling threatened. And I don't think I fleshed this out as much as I would have liked to, but this is going to bleed a little bit into the idea of general misogyny, but it's more specific than that. While the reality is that anyone can play guitar, start a band, etc., without taking opportunities away from someone else to enjoy guitar, some people, especially men, feel threatened. Men are socialized to be authoritative. They grow up getting respect, being seen as strong and competent by the nature of existing. Obviously, your mileage may vary by that on men. Tons of men were bullied, uh, were treated poorly, didn't have a ton of opportunities, but that doesn't take away the fact that in society, men get a lot more slack in a lot of ways than women do. And I can think of exceptions for men, namely in terms of uh, men being fathers or father figures or, you know, taking care of children in ways that aren't creepy. I, I feel like men get a real bad rap for that. That's one of just a few examples I can think of. But for the, when you compare it apples to apples to the general experience of being a man versus being a woman, men are, again, more likely to be respected, treated well. People will care about their opinions on the basis of them being male. If you've seen the Barbie movie, then you probably know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, spoiler alert, Barbie and Ken go from this uh, you know, woman-run, Barbie-run world, Barbie world, and then they go to the real world, the human world, thinking that they've solved all these problems of sexism, and in Barbie world, Kens aren't treated with as much respect. And so Ken goes to the real world, he is in awe of how men are in positions of power, and he wants to bring that back to Barbie world. But I digress. <laughs> Let's get back to these, these, these men. And I, I think it should, you know, go to say that I'm clearly not talking about all men, but you know what man I'm talking about. You really do. And if you're not this man, then you're probably not too upset that I'm talking about it. But again, whether or not 
These men say it out loud. They still believe in male authority by just being a man. It's a birthright. So when a woman rises in their spaces, they see that as a direct threat to their authority. Women have their roles and should stick to them. Those are rules of servitude, of supporting men in their power. They're not roles of equality. Women are allowed to want to fuck guitarists, but they're not allowed to actually like the guitar as a hobby. At its core, this is the mindset that men have when they say that women shouldn't play guitar. Never forget it. I am deeply sorry that this has been a rather heavy episode of Get Offset coming back from a break and being real downer. Uh, Not great, but equality is a passion of mine. Um, Getting more women into this space is in a lot of ways my life goal. And though I am not particularly phased when men are shitty to me on the internet, I'm in my 30s. I've been around. I've been hearing this nonsense since I was eight and I made it out. But I don't think girls coming up now, playing guitar, getting into these spaces, I don't think they should have to go through what I went through. And I don't think their skin should have to be as thick as mine is. And I stand by that. There are a few other things I would really like to talk about. Uh, One's gear related, one is also social media related. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with a social media one because uh, I don't know. But I've been on threads a lot more lately and I was excited when threads came out and people immediately kind of started using it. I've been using Twitter since it came out pretty much probably 2008 I want to say and I've like I I can thank a lot of the the professional jobs I've had um I can thank Twitter for a lot of those um so Twitter has been kind of a mess (laughs) to put to put it lightly um and it's just kind of become a place I I don't want to go to but I like that that format a lot so when people start using threads I was really hoping that people would migrate from Twitter take you know the humor the the weirdness with it um because I really loved that about Twitter uh it's fine. But Threads has been a a bit hit or miss. Back when Twitter started, I think people kind of understood that uh, social media could be good for your personal brand, but it was still so early in the world of personal brand. I think MySpace was kind of the only thing that took off before then that was public, that people could really ride to some different kinds of success. And then Twitter started and people slowly started realizing that that was possible. But now every time there's a new social media site, people immediately try to do the marketing thing on it, which is to say they do whatever they can to get as many followers as quickly as possible versus when Twitter started, a lot of people went on there just to, you know, have have some fun and 
even if people are are saying that things like, oh, the conversations I'm having on threads are amazing. I'm meeting so many new people. There, there's still this weird air to it that I'm, I'm having trouble um, articulating in a way I really want to. It feels very marketing-y and very serious. And I don't, don't like those things uh, with social media so much. Yeah, obviously I have like... I, I, maybe like I'm a YouTuber, I'm a content creator, influencer, what, whatever, uh, on a very micro level. I There's something very try hard about what I'm seeing on threads that is really, really disappointing to me. I keep seeing all these posts that are, dear algorithm, please connect me with, and then it's a list of keywords. And people are saying, it's working, I'm getting followers, I'm starting conversations. And I'm like, this is keyword stuffing. I work in content marketing professionally, so I know quite a bit about SEO compared to, you know, normal people. But there's been this idea of keyword stuffing content for a really long time. So what keyword stuffing is, is you're making a website, you're writing an article, and instead of thinking first and foremost about making a good article that's valuable to people that they'll want to read, etc., you just try to cram as many keywords into it as possible. So when somebody searches for that thing on Google, hopefully your thing shows up first and gets clicks. People are bringing keyword stuffing to threads. And I'm not joking when I say I've never seen keyword stuffing like this on social media outside of people who just do walls of hashtags. And for some reason that feels less egregious because you're putting hashtags in the caption of a photo or usually it's an Instagram picture and the hashtags are just kind of at the bottom. It's like when you go to a product page and scroll all the way down to the bottom, it's just a bunch of random words. That's not affecting your experience very much in a negative way. It's probably not providing as much benefit to the website as I think it is either. But I am so over seeing people in the music space writing a post that says dear algorithm and then it's just a list of keywords and there are people who post it every single day the same thing it's pitiful <laughs> and it's the, the idea of doing something to game the system now versus just investing in having conversations you want to have as soon as the algorithm takes it out away, because I guess it's working now, as soon as, as soon as they take it away, you're just going to be trying to chase that high in another way. So you're going to try to find the next thing instead of focusing on just doing what makes you happy, making videos that make you happy, writing shit posts or whatever that make you happy and connect you with people who actually like the thing that you do. It feels like dating profile stuff. Like, Single female, 31, looking for six foot two, blue eyes, mustache out there. It, it, it reads like that to me. And I keep seeing so many follow for follow things on threads as well. And I feel really conflicted about that. I do think musicians should support other musicians, but I, I, I'm not sure that's the way to do it. I think you should be focusing on building real relationships and not so much 
following a list of 60 accounts in hopes that those 60 accounts will follow you back. Because when you don't engage with those accounts, that's not helpful. We have to remember that we have entered an era in social media where your followers, subscribers, likes, that matters so much less than people interact than creating things that people want to engage with and interact with. That's why people ask questions on social media. That's why they want you to drop their handle. That's why the posts where you say drop your handle and let's meet each other, that's why those do well and nothing else does because you're asking somebody to engage. It's a shortcut and it's not what you ultimately want to do. I also think that musicians have a really bad habit of trying to market to other musicians instead of marketing to people who consume a lot of music. Because although I do think musicians are probably some of the biggest, most enthusiastic consumers of music, that's probably not your target audience. And that's a, a very small audience compared to people who aren't actively making and promoting their own music. So if all you're doing is promoting your shit to other musicians, well, then it's only other musicians who are gonna come to your show and they have shows, <laughs> they have their own shows that night. Um, Focus on trying to do things that can connect you with fans that you already have, because I think that's what Twitter did a really good job at. I think that when Twitter started, people found the musicians they already listened to on Twitter, and they formed stronger bonds with them. They didn't really use it as a music discovery tool, and it still isn't that. There are better music discovery tools there are better gear demo channel discovery tools, but you can still find things. Like there is still, you will stumble upon cool things. You'll see somebody, you'll like what they're talking about, and maybe you'll give their music a chance. But I wouldn't rely on that. I wanted Threads to just be a place where you can talk about what's on your mind. But it's really becoming a place where people are just using it for self-promotion. And that is, frankly, to me, again, just a bummer. I think it makes the social platform itself a lot less engaging and fun. And uh, I hope that everyone else is having a better experience, but it really makes me feel like the future of social media platforms is a little grim. I just don't know how much... It will be about just having a little bit of fun and blowing off some steam and how much it'll be about building your personal brand. So not that I don't want my personal brand to be built. I just prefer to keep that more so on YouTube where I'm doing a good job, I think. And the last thing I want to talk about, just because honestly, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I think I think it's a little silly. I'm glad that people like it and have fun, or having fun with it. But the uh, Walrus Canvas Tuner Pedal. I cannot believe the hype that thing is getting. And I don't have one, so I guess I just don't understand it. But... The only cool thing to me, really, is that there's a sideways mode, which I know some people are really not into putting their, like, polytune sideways. 
personally, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, it doesn't make it that much harder for me to read. I just turn my head a little bit and that solves the problem. But some people really don't like it. Here are my issues with the tuner. Uh, one, it has top jacks, but a side mounted power supply. And even worse, that side that it's on is the left side. If it was on the right side and it was the first thing running into your board, it wouldn't matter if it had a power supply jack there, but it's on the left side, which means you can't have it flat up against another top mounted pedal. So that is a perplexing choice. And uh, I'm sure they have reasons for doing it that way. I just really wish they wouldn't have. Second is it's 300 milliamps draw. I'm, I'm not entirely convinced that my power supply as it is could handle another pedal with that that draw. That's that's a lot. Um, the Walrus Atos A E T O S. I'm sorry, I've never heard it said out loud. Don't judge me for reading. Um, it only has I think two three hundred outs. So you just have to make some tough decisions like. I don't want my tuner pedal to be such a power hog unless it's also like my volume pedal. It has to do something else. I stand by it. Last is the, the uploaded picture thing. I find that to be, um, what's the word gimmicky? I do find that to be pretty, pretty gimmicky. I don't think anyone could disagree with me on that though. I've seen people, Listen, guys, just like admit when something's like gimmicky and fun. It's okay for things to just be fun. They don't have to also be functional. But people talking about like, oh, upload a picture of your set list. What is this? A set list for ants? It's so small. You're, you're, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Unless your set list is eight songs or less. And even then it's really small. You have to have the image in advance. I don't usually get like for Sunday Crush. I don't usually get the set list that far in advance. Shit for my my cover band gigs. One, it's a ton more songs than that. And two, I don't know that set list often until ten minutes before I go on stage. I know what songs I'm playing. I just don't know the order, so it's not very helpful. So the idea that I would have to, I don't even know if you can do it on your phone. That you have to like get your computer and make an image of a set list and then upload it far enough in advance, I don't get it. <laughs> and maybe I would change my mind if I had one. I don't want one. But uh, <laughs> Pictronics just released a tuner as well, and it has a really nice large display, top-mounted jacks and top-mounted power supply. So even if I had both, I'd probably just put that one on my board and I don't think this draw is 300 milliamps. I don't want to clown on Walrus, but it seems like they're getting a great response to it. So I don't think I can hurt them at all. But congratulations on your launch, Walrus Audio. I don't get it. Someone explain it to me. Please make it make sense. Well, thank you to uh, all of you out there. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Get Offset, this solo episode. You've listened to me talk for 30 minutes. You, talk, you listened to me talk about misogyny. You listened to me 
old man rants at clouds about threads and how social media should be fun and not about <laughs> and not about uh, just constantly marketing yourself. Oh my gosh, please let there be a break and also a uh, pedal tuner. So that's two old Emily yelling at clouds. Three, if you count the misogyny. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. Goodbye. Goodbye.